Hey everybody, welcome back to another Photog Adventures podcast. I'm Aaron King. I'm Brendan Porter. With families and day jobs, we know it's hard to find time to get out there with your camera. So Brendan and I joined together and made the commitment to go out consistently and build up our landscape and astrophotography portfolios. We live in Utah and are lucky to have so many beautiful landscapes all around us. Not only do we have five national parks right here in Utah, but we are only a day or less drive away from 30 other national parks. So we created PhotogAdventures.com, this podcast, and our YouTube channel to chronicle our adventures. Come along with us to amazing places and learn from our mistakes and our successes. We hope that you will get out there too and have a photog adventure of your own. It's episode 38. Hey guys, it's episode 38 and 38 had to have a quick change as the plan was to run Chris Air Walker's episode today. But Chris talked to us and said that he's releasing his video that talks about and publicizes the event that we talk about during our podcast. He's releasing that later next week or the week after that. And so now he asked us to move our podcast back a bit. We're going to have a slight delay, a little late, a little small, little. small problem. <laughs> so it feels like we're in an airplane now. <laughs> We are we are coming at you live. Well, live. We are coming at you from Brendan's car. This is our most bizarre setup ever. Brendan has decided to brave the morning with me. It is what time? 3:40? No, 4:40. 4:40 a.m. 4:40 a.m. We're heading out to the sunrise and we decided to try out a sunrise this morning and capture this podcast live going and doing some landscape photography. We have some topics that we want to talk about, but we're going to do a segment with the lapel mics today. So the lapel mics are going to be a lot of our audio, so it's going to be different than normal. Oh yeah. The I forgot I had those. Oh, he just turned on his LED lights, his extra LED that you have three of them, right? Yeah. So he has three of them up front of his vehicle. He turned them on, and now we've got extra light. We could see everything in this canyon. Ah, oh, man, normally when you have your brights on even, it's just the street that you can see better. You can't see the terrain up and around you. This yeah. is awesome. And since we're driving up the canyon and there's no one else, um, oh, of course. Of course, oh. of course, as soon as I said that, someone else is coming. <laughs> exactly. Um, because no one else is supposed to be driving the canyon at 4 in the morning, and yet here comes someone that I was going to blind by having these LEDs on. <laughs> they are not just like your regular brights. They will literally blind anybody facing them. So Yeah, th- are they pointed up at all? Or are they just big? and, and They're just really broad. The um, way they spread their light is just completely Yeah, they're actually, pointing, they're actually pointing down. Really? A little down? Yeah, and, they sh- and you can see that they're shooting at the top of the trees. You can see the top of the trees as we drive by them. So. Yeah, so where are we heading up? This is Little Cotwood or Big Cotwood This is Big Cotwood Canyon. Canyon. Uh, we're driving to the very... Uh, near the very top, there's a Garsman Pass, and that road takes us to the Overlook. So it takes us to the ridge line, which kind of uh, splits the top of the mountain, and uh, you can see kind of Park City and Heber down the back side of this, so it's pretty cool. And the reason why we're going up to Garsman Pass is because we live in a valley between a bunch of mountains, and so when you want to deal with a sunrise or a sunset that you can see right at the sunrise or at the moment that the sun sets behind the horizon we have to get up high or to a very flat area like the salt flats and you know the quickest easiest path for us right now out of brendan's home is to go what 45 minute drive up yeah yeah about 45 minutes to the overlook and uh then we just do a little walking in either direction we get a little height by walking to the right or left of there so. awesome the only negative to this morning is something that i wanted to talk about first and let's just go ahead and go into it because we're not going to have a listener adventure and we're not going to have normal segments like a gear timer tip of the week most likely unless something 
comes up while we're out here doing this and so there won't be any video sorry if you're thinking you can go and watch the video of this video of this uh, adventure I'm basically in my pajamas I not like a man who wears funny pajamas or anything that is flannel I just have soccer shorts and a hoodie and so I'm basically just in those for my pajamas we're not set up to go record we just needed to quickly get out and get out and old crack of dawn so that we can do the sunrise and we didn't want to waste too much time making sure we had the video recorded and it's pitch black in here there wouldn't have been anything to record so there's no video but here we are in the podcast and I wanted to ask you Brendan maybe you had an idea for this I checked the weather I checked the situation basically using the cleardarksky.com website that I use to find out if there's going to be clouds for my Milky Way photography well I checked to see if there'd be clouds this morning and all this area has blue it's lots crystal of blue clear, isn't it? practically cloudless so what do you think about what you're what you tend to do or what you like to do in a situation where you're going to a sunrise or sunset and you're trying to capture it but you've got nothing you got zero clouds to actually get lit up or colored yeah that's uh interesting because uh i've been to this location a few times and i think that uh there's not much as far as foreground here, so... Ah, that's a good point. Everything's kind of below us, huh? Yeah, unless we go down into the little valley that's just below the overlook, there are some uh, aspen trees and uh, maybe even some, some quaking aspens that are above the, um, the road just before the overlook. There could be something there, but again, we have to wait till the sun is a lot higher. Yeah. When the sun is rising, uh, I've hmm. been up here before for sunrise, and, and it's been on a clear day like this too, and it was just like, yeah, the sky is just very uh, plain and, and just not very interesting. Now, there is a little lake to the side that I didn't even realize was there until last year called Blood's Lake. Blood's Lake? Yeah. And that is not more than a 10-minute walk from the Overlook. What about if I didn't manage to bring my hiking shoes and I'm just wearing these little uh, Skechers right now? Do you think that they're going to be too slippery of a trail for me to hike on this? Or? And they might be okay because the last time I went there with my three girls only wearing also like Skechers shoes, I was wearing those soft, spongy Skechers shoes, and I oh, okay. was able to make it back and forth pretty okay all right maybe i'll be fine i was wishing i had hiking boots but my kids also you know made it okay so. yeah, and i also foolishly left the house without pants and i thought maybe my snow pants would be in my little box here but i do not have them either so pants are important yeah how, the mountains. how's the hike is it gonna be a lot of thrashing weeds and grasses at my ankle or are we talking kind of an open no, trail it's pretty open yeah it's mostly just rocks okay but as we're going up the canyon now it's 56 degrees outside mm. and the more we get to the top it's probably gonna be closer to 50 degrees i'm betting i'm sure uh, we're i'm at not the gonna top love top. wearing only shorts no but if you like cold on your legs <laughs> now's the chance you get <laughs> so come along with us guys we're going to go on a photog adventure but it's a listener friendly photog adventure or let's just put it there's nothing there's no other option but to listen to it and so join us we will keep this nice and tight let's go ahead and have our first break of the podcast and we're going to try something that we've been we've been told in the survey that we should try and we liked the idea and i hope that you guys are okay with it too so let's go ahead and take our first break and come back and we'll join you with the lapel mics coming out of the vehicle and trying to get to our location for our shot all right so we want to talk to you guys about Patreon. We kind of vetted that as an option when we were looking at ways that we could help monetize 
our adventurers to help us to just go forward. As we looked at Patreon, we saw how the platform was set up. We noticed immediately that we could go beyond just ourselves. As we set goals, it's kind of like Kickstarter where you have stretch goals and you can go beyond your normal And meeting. we're not talking about going out so that, you know, Brendan and I can have a blast just going out to cool places. It's so that we can go out to you, to listeners, and bring them out, teach, inspire, carry them with us. So what we're asking for immediately is just, hey, give us a candy bar or two. That's uh, pretty much it, $2 a month. That's uh, that's basically buying us a quarter of a sandwich from any <laughs> reputable Seriously. sandwich place or um, a couple of, you know, dollar candy bars at the at the store. If you like this content and you want to say thanks to a couple dollars and throw it our way and encourage us to keep on going, then please jump over to patreon.com forward slash Adventures. Yeah, thank you guys. So we just arrived. I'm putting on my mic, but before I do that, I wanted to talk about what I'm seeing. We got a beautiful moon that's a crescent and we have Venus looking bright. No other clouds in the sky, but there are clouds above us. Smells a little smoky. Do you think that's smoke? Nah, that might just be I'm smelling your engine and that over there behind us. So there there might be some really good opportunities for some light hitting this. Beautiful orange, beautiful orange light going on the horizon with the blue light. I'm loving that. Actually, you know what? That ridge line down at the lake might actually be okay. If you see where the mountains, they're all very straight across the horizon. I don't and know. I'm more tempted to go up that direction than go down. Because the, the lake is down there, and then look at, from that tree line view I was telling you about, it still sees the same exact view. I don't think we will because the trees will block it. No, that's what I'm saying. We, we look for that V that kind of splits. Oh, the V. Well, it might be really hard to do in the dark in only 50 minutes, and I haven't even gotten my all my camera out. What's uh, the time it takes to hike um, it? I did it with my kids in like 10, 15 minutes. You're not o- overestimating that? No, I'm not. It felt like forever, but I think it was honestly like only 15 minutes. And if we just walk at like a normal pace, we can probably get there pretty fast. Because I'm already fond of what we have right there. Not that I have any sort of portfolio piece. Right, uh, if we do go up. But I don't want to miss my chance of capturing some of it. If we do go up, this is not a bad option. Straight up here, it's really steep and you can get quite winded, but this way is also steep, but it's, it seems to be a little bit more gradual. Okay, so Brendan's explaining the situation to me that this hill that we could go up is very, very, very steep. Do the you, beginning of it is. Do you have a preference? Because while we have a nice great vista from here, this isn't a good foreground no, at all. I think there are more interesting things over here. There is a lake down there, and then up above that, there is actually part of an old ski lift or part of some kind of tower you can actually climb up on there. What's, what's, the, what's the time right now? Do you have a clock out? Yeah, let's see. 521. So we have a half an hour before full sunrise. And as you can see, the sun's already lighting up the side of this hill. Yeah, the it is already hitting lighting that up light. light. Yeah, this path goes straight across this ridge and then just goes down into the lake, which is right past the ridge. That ridge line of the trees is right over there. And you really think it's a 10 minute walk only? I, I think we can probably do it in like 10 minutes, yeah. You're worth risking it? Uh, I, I really want to see what it's like with that tree line in the lake. I, yeah, think gives, I think that gives us our best option of cool landscape shot, basically. And if anything, we have a chance to scout it. Right. And we don't have the best situation anyway today, so let's just make the best scouting look opportunity. I actually wonder if this... I think the path actually split at the very top. I think I went up higher before. 
I feel like this is a slightly different path, but maybe it still intersects with the other one. I don't remember going around that way, but this is clearly obviously a path, so. Hoping for the best. And it's still going the same exact direction, so. I'm just wondering if there's like a higher path and a lower path, because I've always taken the higher one before. But this has been a lot easier in general to walk on, so maybe this is a better way. <laughs> it's mostly been downhill, so. Yeah, Coming back's exactly. gonna be no fun. Well, it's even, but it's not even that, seems like it's even that steep though. A little muddy here. Still not too bad. A lot of snow melt. Yeah, um, wow, there is a lot of snowpack up here still. So there is probably the highest parts, probably three feet of snow um, on the ground. And it looks like we might have to walk through some of it. What is our oh, path? Wait, no, this path bends. So let's see if it's gonna stay out of the snow or not. How's your map signal? Can you see if we're close, if we need to go left, right? Or wow, I think clue? we actually go through the snowpack here. I'm not really equipped for that if it... Well, it's, it's actually, if it's the same snow as it was yesterday at the lake, it's going to be really packed down pretty hard. It's just going to be a little slippery. The pants I could find in my box of cold weather clothes is yeah, my lake, extra layer. I'm pretty sure it's just straight ahead that way. Oh good, the snow does hold you me. Know, it's really, it's really instead solid. Instead of being yeah. something that's so soft and mushy that you step right through it. Maybe what I should do since these guys can't see what we're doing, is just take a few images as we go through. So here's the terrain. So you guys are gonna see a picture where I got, where I have Brendan in the shot. You can see the muddy terrain. And you can't tell what part the water is where the water rushing is happening, but at least when you look at the show notes, you can see some of our adventures with this. So I'll keep this, I'll keep this up since there's no other way for you to enjoy it. Yep. All right, let's, like around this little hill here. Let's do it. Oh, this is the part that makes me nervous. <laughs> what a picture of you in your pajama pants. I know they're pajama pants. These are ridiculous clown pants. But at least they're covering your legs, so it's yeah, better it's, than nothing. It's better than nothing. I mean, it's cold, but it's not like it's freezing. Like after hiking, you're going to be probably okay as far as warmth. Yeah, it's just a little barrier, a little bit less wind chill. Looks like there were a lot of thin clouds in the sky we couldn't see. Yeah. Yeah, see, I was thinking we do, oh, wow. Those pink clouds are really getting lit up now. <laughs> They're really lit up. Here, Brendan. I'm tempted just to set up and take a shot now. Just to capture the moment so they know what we're talking about. Yeah. Yeah, a dark exposure. That sky looks amazing. And I'm hoping to get this path coming along this way a little bit, so that's pretty cool. I might actually lift this up. Oh my gosh, it's just blowing up. That blow up is what we were hoping for, but Getting to your house at 4.30 in the morning wasn't early Apparently enough. Apparently it wasn't early enough. Yeah, it's crazy. The way the sun is coming over the horizon is just right. You know, honestly, I might just set up right here and get a path, picture of this path. Now that the path has some better lighting on it. It's right on top of this little snow Let's hill. Let's get that shot. What are some of the settings you're going for right now? Well, I set my ISO to 160. I'm doing five bracketed shots at f8 at uh, 18 millimeters. So I'm pretty wide. You know, it says 15 to, eight, 15 to 30, so I'm at 18. So I'm tightened in a little bit. And uh, it's got a nice uh, little feel with the path going up, leading you up to the trees, leading you up to the sunset or sunrise. And the sky is looking amazing right now. And at my medium exposure, you can see the clouds are just really 
nice and pink and his lip with against that dark blue sky. It's pretty cool. So I haven't actually been sleeping tonight. I haven't slept even a single minute. I was up helping a buddy release a website. And so then I had three hours warm. left before I needed to pick up Brendan or show up with here at Brendan's house. So I didn't sleep at all. I drove all the way to work in Salt Lake, dropped off my clothes for work, dropped off my stuff, and then took my camera gear back to Brendan's. And here I am. And last time I had zero sleep before a adventure, I had to have Daniel Lindhart ride my bike for me because it was so hard. Yeah, but that was insane though. This, this is nothing compared to that day. <laughs> True. That was a situation of riding a bike through snow. With zero tire pressure. This is just me walking down a hill. But coming back up it without breakfast, I'm excited. You're excited for breakfast, I can tell you that. <laughs> yeah. So we're just kind of cutting through, cutting our way through to save some time. Oh, level ground. And now we're on level ground and we got a lake reflecting. It's very still, look at that. Oh, this could be an amazing shot. So I was hoping to come here for over a year now to come and see what it was like. The view of here is awesome and uh, the water is really still in the early morning. So this could be amazing. Um, yeah, not bad. So. <laughs> no. And the color that we would have got would have been repeated twice. Wow. So this stream that's running right now is not running in the middle of summer. This is a non-existent, this is a, basically a stream. Snow melt. Created by the snow melt. There's your V. And there's the V dipping down. So, so what I was curious about is at what position do we need to be along this path that goes along the backside of this lake to be in to capture the sun rising through that V? Get your photo pills out. The one thing I'm seeing in the tracks of the snow look like really big paws. Like cougars? Yeah, it's a cougar print. Is it cougar print? It's yeah, not a bear print. Yeah, that's too many dogs. There's no um, there's bear no claws Bear prints would be bigger, right? There's no claws. And since there's okay, no so claws, we could be attacked by cougars. it's a cougar most likely coming down to get a drink, but that's, it could be dogs too though. That's a big dog though. I mean, look at how big some of these are. Look at this paw. Very big. Print for instance here. It's just, there's so many. Was there a family of cougars nearby? Yeah, well, that, could, that could be. Today is what, the 19th or 18th? 19th. Okay, today's the 19th and at 6.40. Oh my gosh, it's gonna go right where the V is. Look at that. And if you can see the color in the clouds, it's kind of reflecting that too. So at 6.48, well, in about five minutes, apparently it should start rising. Well, it won't right be up between um, those. in that position yet for us, so we can have plenty of time to get ready. At seven o'clock maybe, so maybe in about 15 minutes, they'll be rising right where that V is. All right. That's awesome. Gotta go up a little bit. This is my most fun part of exploring is quickly, oh, it ends pretty fast there. Okay, so quickly running up a pile of rocks to get a better angle or a different view. You know, you get things like this. So I'll take a quick picture and show you guys. I'm showing us what this thing looks like. It terminates here. And uh, pretty cool, pretty shot. I'm gonna go 15 millimeter wide open so you can get a better view of where this lake ends up against this pile of rocks, tree line, <sighs> pretty neat. I have to admit every sound I hear I'm thinking about these big paws, these big paws that come down to the water to get a drink. And wondering if he needs a drink, he or she needs a drink right now. Because I'm hoping they're not hungry and thirsty. Man, this debris field. Looking at my composition, I can see where I'm getting focused down below me so I can get 
this stuff in for range, but I'm at f11. So I'll have most of this entire area in focus, in focus, it'll be shot well. But I have this, the one problem with my composition right here is that I have a debris field of mud. And I'm not so sure it's very pretty. And so even though I have a leading line with this water going up to my sunrise, I'm not feeling awesome about it. Here we go. And I'm right up against a big old fallen tree. Capture. So I'm gonna break some branches off so they're not poking me in the butt. Now Brendan's breaking branches and freaking me out. Thinking that something's pouncing him. So now that we're here, we're all set up. What are you thinking about your composition? What did you end up finding? So I found some rocks that are kind of um, spining towards the lake. So kind of yeah, leading like you at that. the bottom of the... Like a razor back Yeah, of rocks. yeah, leading you into the lake. And the lake has got that nice reflection of the sun and the clouds. The sun's not quite risen yet, but I'm hoping it's going to rise right where my V is. I got some really cool little mini baby uh, pine trees growing up there. Those evergreens look, look really cool too. So they're getting some light cast on those nice fresh green needles so they look pretty nice so what are you going to do for your shot are you going to wait for the sun to come so i'm up? not going to wait for the sun to rise as it's starting to peak you can see some golden colors on the top of the trees it's nice yeah yeah. but i'm, I'm not going to wait for that specifically i'm taking a time lapse now so i can animate the sun coming up over the lake yeah i am taking a time lapse too so where we came out originally on the hike we saw this area with snow that goes right up to the edge of the water and there's some streams of melt melts snow melt coming down causing it to enter the pond enter the lake here and I decided to try with those leading lines, but it's kind of, here's the problem with my shot, my, my shot, is that I have leading lines coming into kind of a debris field of mud. Mm. You can see these little po pockets of mud that are sticking up or yeah, debris. Yeah. And so I don't think it's very clean looking and very nice. Mm. So the composition of a shot, a single, single shot would not have been good enough. Like your shot up here with the razorback rock, the trees, the glassier part of the lake visible, is more like it and you maybe can capture a cool single shot here but my composition down there is not good enough mm -hmm. and it just warranted a nice time lapse to see what it's like as the sun rises now the sun it's already risen right the sky is completely changed we're in golden hour yeah. and now we're waiting for it to reach our elevation and to come up and you check the photo pills app and you saw that it's going to come up and rest in that v right above the lake that's what i'm hoping for it seems like the photo pills app is still a little kind of glitchy in that regard like just depends kind of on your phone because yeah, when, when i when i line up with the moon it's either slightly off one way or the other right to the right or the left it's not right exactly the order so i guess there is a way to calibrate it but i didn't really calibrate it to that so yeah. i'm hoping that um as the sun starts to arc rising up that it should just come right in between that that kind of v v ridge line at the back of the lake there so yeah and i think both of our shots being animations are really cool i i kind of wonder if i should be turning around with my camera coming up by you and just shooting the line of golden hour that occurs on the back wall and heading down in. Yeah, because the light hitting these trees now is amazing. Am I too late for that and to be really good? It's probably maybe. just Maybe, I mean, there's some, some light still shining on the top of those trees. When I'm looking at from this, we're sitting on this big log that fell over. As I'm looking straight across the lake, I'm seeing these awesome, like, arrowing shapes because it's reflecting off the snow banks and it's creating oh, these yeah. arrows. They're chevrons. Yeah, like, chevrons just, just forcing your eye straight <laughs> over to where the sun's going to rise. And I can't help but Sunrise, think, but man, if we were way. over there on the other side, with some better shoes, we could hike through that snow and get a shot of those arrows reflecting, pointing right to that. It could be a really cool shot. <laughs> but I, I, I'm not going to do it here because it's super steep over there. And then you got nothing but snowpack along the other side. 
We're not really prepared for that. No, and without the snowpack, I don't think those uh, chevrons are gonna be created there. Only the snow is creating that. You're right, that is all because of the way the snow is melting around the trees mm -hmm. as it's dripped down, water's dripped down the tree and melted the snow right under it. So maybe but the for, pack around it So maybe in not. our show notes, I'll take a quick picture from this angle to yeah, show please. our audience. My camera's being used right now, so let's so do it. I'll pull the phone out and I can show you guys. So now we're sitting right here mid-morning. What, what time is it? Let's check my phone. Oh, that's really cool. That might even be a great shot for, for normal. Shot him. That's pretty Instagram. cool. Definitely, definitely going to have to post that on Instagram. So it's I mean, six. You can see that. It's just, you know, <laughs> yeah. clear as day what's going on with that reflection. That triangle just pointing all to where the sun's coming up. That's a great shot. So it's 6.02 right now. We really, oh, let me just check I it out. I think my time lapse stopped because I only set it to a certain amount of Oh, yeah, images. mine's indefinite. And it ran through the images pretty fast, so I'm going to reset it to do... So go into my soul app. I can quickly tell. Right now, we're in golden hour, but what time? Okay, barely into golden hour. Sunrise has occurred only minutes ago, 5.55 from here. So we have a lot of time for golden hour light to really hit this lake. And the sun's going to come up right there. At time lapse could be glorious. Yeah, when that Show sun rises, be worth going to. Yeah, when that sun rises, and if it's rising in the spot we're hoping it does, it's gonna start reflecting right off that water. It'll be spectacular. <laughs> so I hate waking up early, but when I'm out here and I start seeing the sunrise and I get glowing colors like this right off the tree bark, and I just look amazing. It just wakens you. It just wakes you up. Yeah. It just enlivens no your soul. None at all. There's being something here. about sunrise that just really just gives you energy. And we're in such a peaceful, serene environment. Like, there's literally no one else here. Other than the cougar that keeps getting drinks of water down there. Yeah, other than whatever wild animals putting their giant paw prints in the snow. <laughs> um, probably stalking us we right now. We should capture some images of that and see if the listeners can identify it for us. Oh, yeah. Because they're pretty big. I mean, they're... They, if it's a cougar, it's an adult cougar. It's definitely yeah. not anything very small. Very big dog. Or a very big dog, big dog, but I don't think it's, I mean. The consistency of all those paw prints would have to be, comes up there, hunts, mm -hmm. comes down, gets some water. Yep. And hopefully we're not um, on its breakfast menu. Every sound, every crackle of the branch, I felt like, oh my gosh, it's when coming. I was, when I was <laughs> baking, cracking branch noises behind you. Like I heard that. the first sound that sounded, okay, that could be someone sneaking up on you. And then I turned around and, you made the big break, like you were just ninja chopping these. So we're gonna have some cool show notes because we got you know things showing exactly what's going on. Some of these prints look a lot bigger than they are, but it could be because the snow has melted, making the prints enlarged. I can see that there definitely are some dog, dog prints, but then there's ones over here that look a lot bigger. That's a good point about the melt causing it to have an impression of being bigger. Yeah, there's one over by your side that looked like it had more of a claw. Claws will mean dog, because people don't declaw their dogs. Oh, that's true. And they don't retract, so that's why it's cougar That's why they're retracting, yeah. If it's no claw. Yeah, a lot of them don't have claws, actually. I'm seeing Which is why I feel like they are cougar prints. Yeah, they, they most likely are. Oh yeah, the sun is up, but it's not in the V from my angle, it's only in the V from your angle. See, I'm, my camera's not even in direct light, but yours is. So your time lapse is actually going to work out pretty well. That's cool. Sun's up on my camera now. But it does come in right at this spot. I'm three stops down, so I'm hoping that that turns out really well. I'm not, so I'm hoping that uh, it doesn't blow out. We're checking out my shot. Uh, I don't even see the sun. It's just really, really bright. So my shot, I see a really bright spot. 
I don't think the sun is an actual ball in it. Maybe I'm really... Maybe not yet. Maybe just a couple more minutes. Yeah, actually, no. I don't think your shot's actually in sunlight yet. It's just a few you can see inches our shadow. Yeah, you can it. see our shadow extending all the way up the hillside, but yours camera's not even in there yet, so... Yeah, but we're standing tall. Do you think that the shadow is happening just on that right there where know. the debris is? Yeah, because it looks like your camera's being shined on. Oh, yeah. It's in the sunlight. You could tell that it's being lit. Yeah, yeah. So it's not as exciting as the time lapse at F11 with the sun like that. So I gotta try time lapse at F22 and just mm. really glorify that starboard. Yeah. I think I'm at like F8 or something like that. So you just have a really cool frame though. So that'll be nice. Sideways. Yeah. So if anybody, if you guys are listening, or if you guys are listening, if you guys are listening, <laughs> tell them we're lost. <laughs> tell our family we love them. <laughs> this really is a really pretty area i mean you got it, some quaking aspirins on this side which it look might amazing be, it might be worth a little camp out you know where we just hang out yeah just to see what the milky way does be like we can plant it in photo pills and we can come here and actually see what it's going to do and we could easily set up our cameras up there come down here and just hang out and sleep we can set the hammocks we can finally set the hammocks oh my gosh yeah there's trees oh, everywhere it'll be so nice cold but nice not in a couple of months it'll be perfect <laughs> yeah because we can That's come exactly here, we can come here at the end of August, and it'd just be gonna be amazing. It'll be 60 degrees at night. We gotta get a good barbecue option, where we could cook up some brats and hang out here and enjoy. So let's go check your camera. I I don't know if I'm gonna keep going with this. Yeah, it looks like this might be a wrap. Photog Adventures is not about Aaron King and Brendan Porter. It could be about anyone who goes out on a photography adventure. If we can get properly funded, we can go anywhere and help others create their own photography adventure videos and eventually pay others worldwide to share their adventures. If you see value in this content, you can help us out with $1, $2, $5 a month and help us keep this content coming. As patrons, you can help us keep our podcast commercial free and gain early access to our YouTube videos without ads. We really like the idea of not putting an ad right in the middle of our videos and podcasts just so that we can afford to keep making these things. Our current content is not going to change, but the more support we can get, the more we can create. Thanks for considering being our patron. Thanks, guys. We are back in the car, and we are done with the audio from the lapel mics. Hopefully, those are turning out all right. I mean, they have in our YouTube videos, but for the podcast, you get kind of used to this audio, so hopefully right, it's fine. Right, yeah. These, these mics that we use for our podcast are a little bit bigger and nicer, but... Yeah. So, in conclusion, our impromptu morning adventure, our impromptu sunrise adventure up Guardsman Pass, just to make up for the fact that we have to cancel a podcast we were releasing today and hold off on it until next week or the following week. Well, it, it, what do you think? I think it turned out pretty well. I guess I won't lead the I won't lead the witness. What do you think? Yeah, I think um, you know I've got a I've got a process and look at my time lapse still, but from where I was set up, it was looking pretty awesome. So I'm excited to see how it turns out. Yeah, we both ended up with time lapses. I didn't have a shot that I really loved. It was something that- the top think that's illegal that we're driving with microphones in our hands. We have <laughs> microphones and headphones on. <laughs> uh, he probably did a double take. <laughs> <laughs>
it's exciting to have something so impromptu that we went and did. It's exciting to come up here and have you be willing again. I mean, this is just another evidence of why Brendan's my partner in this because we are crazy enough, both of us crazy enough to do something like this at 4.30 in the morning last minute and go, okay, uh, I guess I'll meet you at 4.30. All yeah, right. I really don't like waking up early in the morning. <laughs> but, you know, to come out and location scout some more, I mean, I was here last year in the summertime, and I was telling Aaron, hey, this lake might be really cool for something. You know, so to, to come out here in the morning and just actually see the sunrise in the spot where we kind of predicted it would rise was yeah. pretty awesome to see that. Like you were saying earlier, it's refreshing. It's reinvigorating. It just starts your day on a really awesome footing. Yeah, I'm so ready for a nap now. <laughs> okay. It starts your day, <laughs> get all excited, and then you go and take a nap. So real quick, what went well and what didn't go well? Let's start out with what didn't go well because we've already kind of talked about what went well. I think what didn't go well for me was my image is not going to be a portfolio image, but I know that if I have these leading lines of water trickling into a pond like that, I need to find some cleaner lines. It's not that the lines themselves weren't obvious. It was just that there were so many of them. It was a, it was a tiny major delta that was going across debris a debris field that was entering into the pond and it's just right. i don't believe it's attractive when i see it on the bigger screen at home maybe i will but i don't think it was just i don't think it was attractive nothing like your setup yeah i had mine set up in a really cool spot where um these rock ridges were kind of leading your eye to the lake and then you could see that nice clear um v shape from the tree line at the end of the lake shining into the open sky so it was pretty yeah cool. oh man I, I was excited to have something that had color and the sunrise and i couldn't get that this morning we were too late to be in location for the color the color was just so early and didn't repeat itself closer to sunrise yeah yeah that, that we had some really high cirrus clouds that were really light and wispy and that picked up that really early morning sunrise pink but then once the sun got closer to rising, it was over, so. Yeah, is there anything that didn't go well for you? The area that I was shooting at could have been a little bit better in the fact that there was this giant tree that fell over that only gave me so much space to go back um, oh. from my from my composition, so. Could you tell limited. that you wanted to go back? I mean, would it have been better to be well, further back? And that's the thing is, I was, I was, that's the thing that was crippling in the fact that if I wanted to go back behind the tree, um, it was more of a hill, more rocky, and then I would have had all these little crazy broken tree branches from that tree mm. in my shot. And so that's the one thing. It really created quite an obstacle for me. So I did the best that I could, um, backed right up to the tree as much as I could. Yeah. And I, I even had to kick some branches off the tree so I wouldn't um, be poked in my back <laughs> when I was leaning over. That's to, why you were crushing tree branches earlier? Yeah, so that way I wouldn't, um, while I was composing my shot, I wouldn't be poked. So. <laughs> So I even had to modify a little bit, but you know, Stop. it was a dead tree though, and it was obviously been dead for a long time. It just recently fell over, so you were destroying. I awesome was destroying land. awesome nature now. So what went well? We already talked about what we enjoyed about where we're going. Is there anything specific, photography, cameras, settings that went really well for you that you just stands out to you this trip? No, I just kind of did like a typical like f8 for my, um, you know, for my f-stop, and uh, so it's it pretty sharp. It seems like that lens around f8, f11, I seem to get the best results from my Tamron 15 to 30 on those settings. And so um, I just set it to f8, so it still lets light in. I set it to one ISO 160, just a little bit above 100. And uh, yeah, I just let the camera do, I just had mine in aperture priority, so I just can't let the camera just do its thing after that, so. 
Right on. I also had the Tamron 15 to 30 this morning, and that's really my only landscape lens right now, other than the 50 millimeter. So I was using that at fully wide, and I'm realizing what could have gone better for me with that time lapse is if I had gone to f22. I'm looking directly into the sun and try and get a real cool sunburst get that starburst awesome spikiness in the time lapse i've never done that before obviously every image will have a starburst and so it will be an animating starburst all across the sky and i think that'd be pretty cool yeah i think so too um and every lens is going to act differently with a starburst i know that nathan st andres was really talking about the the he canon 16 the to 35 mark three and he said he just oh. the starburst was he just fell in love with that starburst <laughs> and i haven't really seen any examples of that per se so maybe maybe i'm gonna look that up and google it but photographers have different things that they're uh, attracted to i guess and that draw their attention and so with that particular lens that's what he liked and i don't mind the starburst that comes from the tamron but uh, and he what's funny is he ended up buying the tamron after all so the, the value for the tamron is just so much better you just get so yeah. much more bang for your buck, even though it's not quite as, you know, small and compact and awesome as the Canon version. It's literally like half the price right. on retail right. price. It's like half the price. So it's really hard when you start looking at the numbers, you know, to not go with something like Tamron where their quality is really improved on a lens like this significantly versus a um, couple, you know, five, six years ago. Oh, yeah, completely agree. I'm going to have a hard time ever owning the 16 to 35 from Canon because I have the Tamron. It's more of a when I'm ready to replace my Tamron, I'm going to go for the Canon 16 to 35 Mark III. Right, right. So we've had some nice experience with that with that range, the zoom range. And so we're already looking, looking to step up a little bit. And the L glass is definitely, you know, where you go for that. But, uh, you know, you want to typically, as you're starting off, we're still kind of feel like we're kind of starting well, off. We're we still learning. feel like we're kind of amateurish. So, right. you know, spending $2,000 on a lens is like, man, we can't, we just really can't do that, you know? Yeah. All right. So that was an awesome little impromptu trip. And I think it was a lot of fun for us. I hope it was fun for you guys. We have all the videos and clips that are over on the show notes. Right now, the website, photogadventures.com, is not available. If you're listening to this on Monday, Monday night or Tuesday, you will not see the website. But by Wednesday, a version of the website, even though it might not be the most beautiful one that I wanted and that's not ready to go, it will be alive. And so by Wednesday, the show notes will be available for you. If you want to see them before then, Always come to our Facebook group. Go to Photog Adventures listeners. Join us there. Make sure you answer the questions that the Facebook will request of you because we have three questions that we ask of all people joining us. Answer those questions so we know that you're seriously joining us and you're not one of the spammers or the fake illegitimate accounts. We want to make sure that you're legit and have you in the group that is going to participate in the group. And so make sure you answer those questions so we know you're legit and check out the show notes so you can always find them there. Otherwise, wait until Wednesday. They'll be available on the website. So we're looking at something awesome right now. Yeah, we're driving back through the canyon and as we drive back, we have these ginormous, awesome rocks just jutting out of the ground. Yeah. with this uh, lush green trees around it's just gorgeous so when the morning sun starts rising and hitting that rock face it just looks it just lights it up it looks so cool yeah where it's like transporting us to a different area different geography this is what land is this is this really just the middle of utah right it's so green it's so forested woodland and then those rocks look like they are from south america it just looks amazing. I mean, that's the that's the beauty of Utah is you get so much variety. We just we're just so lucky and happy to live here, and take advantage of the landscapes here. It's just 
It's just unreal. Oh, yeah. The only other place in the world I could say that you're as spoiled as we are here would be Oregon, Washington area, where you have deserts, mountains, oh, yeah. volcano. You have the coastline. And we're actually going to be in Oregon in just a few days. So if you're listening to this podcast before Wednesday of 2017, okay, Wednesday, <laughs> the, the only Wednesday of 2017. So if you're listening to this podcast between the dates of June 21st through 25th, and we are on the Oregon trip. Quickly, Brendan, what's the Oregon trip? Where are we going to go? So we're going to go straight to Bandon, and then from there, we're going to hit the coastline. And curiously enough, we got an opportunity to talk to Thomas Heaton, and hopefully he is free that day as planned. It's kind of an iffy situation. He may have a contract job that's going to take over his time, but if he's available, we're talking to him on the 22nd. And so now Brendan and I are rushing through the night, Wednesday to Thursday, to arrive at our Airbnb in Bandon, Oregon, so we can plug into the Wi-Fi and record a podcast with thomas heaton that'll be super exciting and we're we're oh, yeah. we've been wanting to interview him for a long time now <sighs> so been trying for months to get him to have an opening for us like oh man please find some time thomas and he has thank you so, so much finally thomas. get to be honored by the, the we're just the little guys finally getting <laughs> the trickle down yes you know so it's good next we got to get nick page Absolutely. So here we are going to Oregon. We'll get on the podcast with Thomas Heaton, and you'll be getting information from us constantly, as constant as we have cell signal. If you check out our Twitter, you can check out our Instagram, and you can check out our Facebook feed. So go to Photok Adventures Facebook page, and you'll be able to see all of these things. We'll be posting everything except the Instagram images everywhere. The Instagram images may have some duplicates over in Twitter and Facebook. For the most part, Brendan's Instagram will be different stuff, stuff that we don't have there. So follow us on that over the trip and we'll be live recording things as we go through. So I did a vote. I did a vote on the Facebook listener group and I asked people, do you want us to do live video even though it's not HD? Because it's awesome to see us there on the spot immediately and say, hey, these guys are there right now. Or do you want us to record it and then load it when we get back to Wi-Fi or a really good signal so we can load it awesomely? Right. What What is that in there? Is that a big moose? Oh, do you see something? Yeah, go and pull over here. He's in the water. Oh, yeah, look, we got a moose. We got a little baby moose guy. Black moose. He's big. And he's just a little guy too. He's just not big. He's just a baby. Oh, he heard he heard our car pull up, so now he's looking at us. So where's your telephoto Um, lens that we can get an awesome shot of this baby moose? Hi moose. Zoomed in with my camera here. Uh, That's too bad he's not looking at us anymore. Yeah, good call. Oh, video? No, I don't want video. I want two X photo. Oh my goodness. It's really indiscernible what you're looking yeah. at. Okay. Well, we saw a moose. That's pretty awesome. So instead of squirrel, we had moose. And no yeah, Aaron, Aaron spotted that moose. Uh, I didn't even see it because I was just focusing on the road. And yeah, saw good him driver. Off to the side and I, sure enough, there's there's moose that uh, run wild here. It's pretty <laughs> awesome. Many much moosin. If you get that reference, then you and I could be friends. But the thing is, um, never get out of your vehicle and approach a moose, though. Uh, this was a baby. Well, I mean, this is kind of a calf. I guess he, he might be a teenager. Yeah. But um, he's not full grown, but his mom could be nearby, <laughs> you know. And even with a, a big, any moose in general, uh, we we saw people getting out of the car and approaching him with their cameras one time. And we Nuts. were yelling at them like, you guys are risking your lives now. So this is a wild animal. And if they feel threatened, they will attack you. <laughs> they have no problem running you over stomping at you whatever they got to do so <laughs> it's just not very wise you know so it's, it's better to sustain your vehicles when you're approaching wildlife just as a you know general rule and that's the tip of the week tip of the week <laughs> don't kill yourself by wild animals 
So I'm very excited to go out there to Oregon. I'm excited to get out there with Kirk. We've been talking to him since the beginning of Photog Adventures. He was yeah. one of the guys. I think he might have been the second person to ever comment on our videos. Oh, yeah, yeah. We weren't getting any comments on videos. We just released them and hope that the world out there would just find them someday with our tagging, our SEO, blah, blah. But then Kirk was started responding and giving us pointers and tips. And it's been awesome talking with him this whole time, being in communication. And then we finally get to meet him in person. So yeah. we're excited to meet you, Kirk. We're excited to get out there. Now I'm saying Kirk, not Kurt, but it kind of sounded like Kurt there for a second. We're excited to meet him. And uh, Ben in Oregon, if you don't know it, there's a really, really awesome rock formation out there in the water. Witch's hat, wizard hat, people call it different stuff. It is going to be sweet. So we're going to have a photog adventure of the trip out there, a photog adventure out at Crater Lake, and it is going to be a blast. And so come and follow us on everything you can. See us live. Oh, I don't think I finished even saying that. So we'll record everything we have. We'll come back and get the HD video, and yeah. we'll post it up there. Okay. And so that way we could share a lot more without being poor quality. And yeah, I kind of lean that way towards – I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm okay either way, but I kind of do – I'd rather lean more towards quality, I think. Than, yeah, than quantity than, or yeah. Timing. Yeah. I agree. Because we can always bust out the phone and do an HD recording. You know, the phone does really good 1080 yeah. recording. And so um, doing that should be just fine. And uh, it's actually slightly better quality than the GoPro, I think, just because in general it's, it's a newer. It's got a great stabilizer. Yeah, it's got a great stabilizer built in. It's a newer sensor and all that stuff. And so. Uh, yeah, looks really good. So thanks for joining us on this podcast. Thanks for listening to this. If if you guys hated the fact that we did this and it was just really hard to follow or really hard to enjoy or you wished it was just video and not audio is kind of a crummy thing for us to do as a backup when Chris Air needed us to wait a couple weeks for his podcast to come out, let me know. Give us feedback. Give us feedback on the show notes. Give us feedback on the website. Give us feedback even on our YouTube channel if that's where you want to reach us if you don't want to go to Facebook. Otherwise, thanks for joining us. We hope you guys will be back next week. Tell your friends. Pass it around that we are doing this podcast. And if you want to join us more for other adventures, check out our YouTube channel. So I hope you guys have a good week, and we'll be back with more. See you guys. See you. You know what's interesting is that this is kind of an exclusive for the podcasters where normally we'd go out and do a video. It would be not podcasted whereas this was podcast only an it's kind adventure of interesting. that only they will find in right here. right so a lot of our listeners don't actually see our videos or a lot of our video guys don't actually hear our podcast so there this is kind of an exclusive that the that the video guys have always yeah, had cool. that the podcasters get only now so <laughs> that's awesome that's a good point i just thought i thought, just thought of that interesting point